We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Good day and welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. Tom Brady's stolen Super Bowl 51 jersey has been found. And this is bad news for the bad hombres in Mexico. Our long national nightmare is over and guess who we have to blame? That's right. A member of the international media. Can you guess what country? Can you guess what country? Uh, that's correct. Jerseys were found in a uh, possession of a credentialed member of the international media uh, in participation with help of, with Mexico and the United States FBI, Texas Rangers, Houston Police Department. Our national nightmare is finally over. Tom Brady's jersey will be recovered. And it's bad news, bad hombres. Elsewhere in the world of financial news, tale as old as time. Beauty and the Beast, holy mackerel. I think when we started seeing some of these live action remakes and, uh, you know, hey, that's what Snow White would look like in real person. And Disney says, we're going to do that with basically everything. You'll eventually see a Mona live action remake. Disney's latest live-action remake, Beauty and the Beast, pulled in an unbelievable amount of money. $170 million. It's going to be a billion-wide, a billion-dollar movie. Uh, Disney could be slated for quite a few billion-dollar movies uh, this year. I own shares of Disney. I saw Disney a couple years ago to go to 130 and then pulled back to 90 and I said, that's going to be my chance. And I think I got in at 92 uh, maybe a little higher, but not by much. And what Disney is magical about, magical, and I'm using that word, that was a slip of the tongue, but it tells you that it's pervasive in my head. What Disney is great about is three years ago, four years ago, we were looking at 
ESPN and like they were doing ESPN one, ESPN two, ESPN University, ESPN like there's like seven ESPNs, and we're paying for them all. It's not like Comcast goes, okay, yeah, we'll put that on, and we'll give that to Mr. Black for free. Comcast is like, Mr. Black, you're going to pay $80 a month, and $7 of that's going to go to ESPN, even though you don't watch any sports. I watch a lot more Comcast regional sports than I do ESPN national sports. Um, but Disney's got this movie theater, just this franchise after franchise, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, coming up. That could be a billion dollars. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. I don't get it. First one was great. Everyone subsequently, you have to be pretty dumbed down. But that's America. Ain't that America? You and me? Dumbed down. Cars 3. Woohoo! Um, let me guess. Light McQuaid's going to win at the end of that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something called Coco. I think it's a new Disney or new Pixar film coming out. So I'm going to try to light a fire under a new franchise. Star Wars The Last Jedi. Um, I'm going to see it. If the reviews come out and they say it's the worst movie of all time since the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Attack. Uh, real movie and real song. Uh, go to YouTube. You'll find it. So anyway, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, let me guess. Good guy's going to fight the bad guy. Bad guy's going to get the upper hand. Bad guys can get hold of some sort of superpower that's going to change the world. And in the end, good guy beats bad guy. Oh, and there will be a short fem- female heroine who makes the guy next to her look really big. Thank you very much. So, uh, But also, Disney's got more things up their sleeves. You know, This year they had Zootopia. That's going to be a new franchise. Uh, Rogue One was a successful launching of a non- um, core nine Jedi franchise. We got Captain America Civil War. Um, at some point in time, we'll get tired of it, right? Like, I don't think I need to see another disaster flick ever. I saw the one that was a documentary. Um, San Andreas. So that was a real movie, and it showed me the real devastation of of earthquakes in California. And I was surprised how quickly L.A. and San Francisco rebuilt, but they did. Um, so I've seen every disaster film I ever need to see. I've seen the world get cold. I've seen the world get hit by a uh, asteroid. I've seen aliens attack. There we go. Attack of the killer tomatoes. They'll beat you, bash you, squish you, mash you, chew you up for brunch, and finish you off for dinner or lunch. I don't know what sparked that in my head, but something did. I actually saw that movie when I was like seven or eight years old. And uh, maybe, maybe I was ten, you know. And it, I got a squishy tomato kind of memory when it comes to exactly what horrible thing did I see at what horrible time. But yeah, as long as um, the reviews of The Last Jedi are as bad as that, I'd, I'd still see it. Heck, I've seen the worst movie ever made. Attack... Of the Killer Tomatoes. Later today, send a YouTube link around the office. Send me a picture of you sending a YouTube link around the office, and I will send you a big thanks, but I really, really don't care about. Um, but I'm there for you if you're there for me. You know what I'm saying? You've you with got me? mail. Dog. So a lot of NCAA tournament brackets were busted. Um, mine is still going great because I didn't fill one out. 
Why did I not fill one out? Because I'm not a loser. I don't wear uh, Tom Brady's jersey and go, Woohoo, look at me, I'm like Tom Brady. Um, I don't live vicariously through sports. I enjoy them in the moment, but I'm not going to go as far as to get a jersey or fill out a bracket. Now, if I want to gamble, I'm going to go with a, a, a formula where I can potentially win. But uh, I'm a gambling man by nature. So, And usually it's, it starts with, you can't possibly drink all that, can you? I'm like, yeah, I think I can. And then it goes from there. So NCAA tournament brackets got broken up. A lot of the legislation ideas that Trump wants to put in place, and his ratings have soared now again even lower. It's going to be tough to get a mandate going again when people don't like him and the senators know that people don't like him, uh, the Congress people. Um, but healthcare reform remains a heated talking point. And the Senate's doing what they can right now to go, oh, that one from last week, two weeks ago, we've changed it. We've changed it. We're, we're more inclusive now. Uh, North Korea tested a new, uh, new rocket engine over the weekend and has naturally broadcast a successful test. Uh, and that brings up the question of the diplomatic pot stirring. Uh, what are we going to do? How do we respond? Do we say, oh, you want food? We'll give you food. Oh, you want computers? We'll give you computers. Or do we slap the little man and send missiles down his throat? I don't know. So the G20 meeting of the finance ministers, it raised some eyebrows. They basically got together and said, um, we resist all forms of protectionism. And that's basically, okay, Trump, you do that, and uh, maybe it'll be 19 of the biggest countries in the world that stay together. Ooh, France is going to be holding a closely watched presidential debate tonight with all five candidates appearing. Marie Le Pen, how will she do? A victory for the populist leader in the presidential election has been discussed as a possible threat to the survival of the European Union. No one thought it would happen in the UK or the US. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Send me that picture of Attack of the Killer Tomatoes email. I'm Rob Black. Send it to Rob at robblackshow.com. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So, little Strumbellas, we don't know. Um, I've got my Comcast cable thing set up like a robot to... uh, Recording time, a band that I like. For instance, I put in the Killers, I put in the Strumbellas, I put in the Lumineers. I know you're saying, man, you really are a hipster wannabe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
except for I'm wearing a 90s goatee and, you know, thinning hair. Don't have hair product in at all because you know where that's going. You're but, uh, they You're switched on. on. You're a bit of all right. Yes. That's true, Bieber. Um, I feel like I am from the past coming into the future. With that said, um, they were nominated for three Juno Awards for Group of the Year, Fan Choice, and Single of the Year for Spirits. Um, they've already won the new rock alternative artist being handed out at the iHeart Radio Music Awards. Um, they were on Conan O'Brien recently. And one of the things that I'll do is I'll oftentimes get a salad for lunch, and I'll sit, have a cup of water, thing of tea, um, and have a salad. And I'll watch things like uh, Conan and... Uh, Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel best of clips. I don't want to watch the whole show. I want to find their best of clips, the music and or the interviews that are great. Uh, for instance, I used to have a thing for uh, Jennifer, Jennifer somebody um, from the Hunger Games. Doesn't matter her last name at this point in time, but she'd be on a clip. And I'd be like, I want to watch that. And then I kind of learned that, man, is she? Uh, what is the word? Oh. Um, she's got a team, Jennifer Lawrence, that, like, she's going to come out and tell some story that makes her look super embarrassed and super cool and super relatable because she had a crush on, oh, my God, Harrison Ford. When she met him, she weed her pants. Or Jeff Bridges. Um, anyway, you get the idea. Uh, you can use technology to grab and save time, and that's a productive, productivity tool enhancement. And I highly recommend it. Um, 800-516-1220. Uber is under a lot of flack. Uh, they're not publicly traded yet, but they've had four or five upper-level management figures step down now in the last six months. And a lot of people think their CEO, Travis Klock, needs to go. Um, a lot of people think a perfect replacement would be Sheryl Sandberg. Because if they've had sexism issues, well, she's a woman, and she won't stand for that. Um, she's helped. She jumped from Google to Facebook and helped them launch their IPO. So, Anyway, things to consider. So, if you're 47 years or older, the American Healthcare Act could soon increase. And you hear that, and you're like, how old am I? Oh, no. I'm not voting for him ever again. He's changed my taxes, or he's changed my healthcare costs. Americans vote with their checkbook a lot. A lot of the time. Let's bring in Tony Mendez. Speaking of voting through checkbook, he is with Bay Area Loan Source, does mortgages. Hopefully he can help you save a little bit of money in your monthly hunt for retirement. Joining me now, BayAreaLoanSource.com's very own Tony Mendez. You can hear him Thursday evenings on this radio station, on this show, on a regular basis, but Thursday evenings from 6 to 7 when he does his real estate report for KDOW AM 1220. One of the areas that I, I saw that was interesting was household wealth up $10 trillion in the year 2013, which was a 14% increase from 2012. Household wealth is stocks and bonds. So we feel, I mean, that's a lot of wealth. You see that headline, and Americans are up $10 trillion in household wealth, the value of home, stocks, banks, accounts, when you minus out mortgages, credit cards, and debts. That's psychologically pretty powerful. It is, yeah. So... Of that, 5.6 trillion came from the increase in stocks, whereas just 2.3 trillion, half of what came from stocks went from home values. And that's, I'm not knocking it. That's a good number. What's nice to note about that is just telling the story, 10 trillion dollars, that's future economy spending to me. 
and that's psychologically pretty powerful. If people's homes go up in value, what do they do? They spend. They usually they feel better about their value of their house, and they start spending money. They take equity lines out, or they cash out some way or another, or they start spending more money in their credit card to improve their property. That's the first thing that people usually do. And then they'll say things like, you know what? It looks like we're going to make it to retirement, so let's go on a vacation, or let's make another. And they go on vacation, make a baby, and mm-hmm. that's financially a very big decision. That's probably a bigger decision than buying a house now, because yep. it's two hundred. It's about three hundred thousand plus dollars from age zero to seventeen to raise a kid. That's a house in most of America, right? So families of four in the Bay Area, I don't get it. I don't get it. That's you're committing uh, to it. It's a it's a very interesting combination where you have a child and you go, you know what? We have a child now. We have to buy a house. Yeah. So <laughs> buying a house and having a child, two of the largest decisions you'll ever make. You know, having a kid, though, is also a great financial decision because some of the things that you were doing before going on vacations and getting no return other than you seeing the Louvre you're now putting into a house or you're now putting into education, which does have a return on investment. You're putting into better financial assets. But let's talk about household wealth, $10 trillion. Let's say I'm feeling good. My home value, according to Zillow, is done great. I'm not assuming that's a real number, but let's just say it's close. Um, how do I go about getting a home equity line of credit? What's that look like? Well, there's a couple ways you can do it. Uh, the most common way is uh, online with some of the large banks. It okay. seems to be the easiest way. Um, you may or may not get the best rate. There's several places you can go online, like bankrates.com, and look at some of the, the products that lenders are offering. Of course, it's all tied towards your equity and how much you're actually borrowing. The lo- Surprisingly, the larger amount you borrow, the lower the rate. If you only borrow 50000 you might get prime plus one as opposed to 200000 with prime plus zero. So it all depends on what... Your your scenario looks like. What documents do I need? It's going to be similar to the the, the whole loan transaction. Okay. You still have to prove that you you qualify. Tax. Um, do I submit taxes? Um, in most cases, you will. Yes. Okay. Two years of taxes. In most cases, you will. Yes. If I lived in Texas, would I have to submit Texas taxes? Texas taxes. You know, usually you don't have to do state taxes, but federal. Okay. And that's nice to know because all my taxes are PDF. Do you see most people's taxes PDF or do people sometimes drop? I've seen so, most people, to be honest with you, send me one PDF of one year and a uh, fax copy of, a, of the next year. Okay. It always seems to be kind of, it, you know, it's funny what I've noticed. People switch tax, tax accountants a lot, yeah. a lot more than I thought they would have, more than they do with cars. It's interesting. My life was so easy tax-wise until I turned 30. And every year since then, it's gotten more and more complicated. As I've added more properties and more types of investments, um, I highly recommend using Well, I mean, CGI. I switched because I, I, I soon, you know, when I, as soon as I moved out of my property and, and I owned multiple rentals, and I started using a different type of accountant. And, and I also went from self-employed to W-2. So there's different reasons why. He's the best in real estate. He is Tony Mendez. He does the show here Thursday evening, 6 to 7. Listen to it. Listen to Chad's show, New Focus on Wealth from 1 to 2. I think those these three types of shows, mine and theirs, really give you an end-to-end you know, pie, so to speak, of everything that you need to know on financial issues. And where did we go cold? I thought I had you on hold. And every time I let you leave, I also come back to me. Call Rob Black now, 
800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. I'm not someone who looks at the stock market numbers every day, and yet I do a show about the stock market numbers on some level, right? Um, I think it's best if you get to the point where you stop looking every day um, and try to figure out why you own a stock or why you own a mutual fund. I was looking at a friend's 401k this weekend, and she's 34. And she's got $27,000 in cash that she's had for like three years. I'm like, why well, you got so much cash? Um, is that tied towards your emergency fund? And she's like, no. I'm like, you need to get that to work. And she's like, but the market's at high. I'm like, well, we could find areas that'll work. You know, maybe not this year, but in time. Um, I like financials with higher interest rates. I like healthcare because I've been be- getting beaten up as far as a diversified group for the last two years. Um, That'll stop at some point in time, and you'll go to the doctor, and he'll say, hey, you're like that receiver for the 49ers, and you've got ALS. You need treatment and, and medication. Hey, you're like Mr. You know, Rob Black's dad. You've got uh, cancer, and you're going to die in six months, and you're going to spend money. Um, so I, I see healthcare as something that, as we age, we can't avoid. Um, or at least that's my opinion. So taking a look at uh, market numbers on a day-by-day basis doesn't do me a lot of good. Looking at Apple hitting an all-time high today, I'm like, why is that happening? And there's a lot of research out there about an augmented reality uh, set of glasses and software for their new iPhone coming out later this year. But there's also a lot of people have underestimated how many phones they could actually sell this this quarter and this year. Um, I think Samsung's name is kind of trash on the high end. And you'd have to be pretty uh, price conscious to say that, you know, you want to go with Samsung over um, Apple. And I own shares of Apple for the, again, not trying to hide that in any way, shape, or form. My goal is to try to get you to learn how to assess risks as much as possible. And, you know, I've got that friend who's got $27,000 in cash, and I'm like, you got to be careful. But at the same time, you got to get that money to work. You're being too careful with it because it... it it's not yielding 3%, and inflation's at 15 to 2%. So she's actually you know, probably turned $27,000 from three or year, four years ago into $25,000 of purchasing power, depending on what sort of things she purchases. So the S&P 500 hasn't had a 1% down day in over 100 days. The S&P 500 hasn't had a 10% correction in over 250 days. And that's uncommon. Um, Nike has earnings this week, and I own shares in Nike. God, this show feels like things that Rob Black owns. One of the reasons I, I tell you that is because I legally should. But it's also, I, I try to like teach you things that I like and things that I don't like. Um, anyway, Starbucks Investor Day is coming up on their 25th annual meeting for investors this Wednesday. So you'll get news on from that. And I would like some coffee, actually. Like some it was one of those nights where I was up every 45 minutes. I'm kind of doing a cleanse right now, but without actually doing a cleanse, because I feel people who do cleanses are kind of a little cuckoo in the co- little cocoa in the little cocoa in the cocoa. I'm not going to eat anything for the first 18 hours of the day. Then I'm going to have cayenne pepper and water. Oh, with a little bit of lemon. Uh, I'm just trying to go 
kind of meatless for a couple weeks. Anyway, uh, I'm Ron Black, talking all things financial money investing more. Let's bring on CFP Chad Burton and see if he can't continue to focus us on some of our spring cleaning issues and, and figure out our financial planning so that we can live forever like vampires or like Highlanders or like ninjas that don't die unless you cut off their heads. Uh, who wants to live forever? We'll ask Queen that question later. But for now, let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton talking all things financial. Building a financial base is a concept that we got to get started. We sometimes say, I got an extra $300 a month. I've got an extra $500 a month. How do I get started? Let's talk building a financial base. Yeah, it's, it's the key. And this can happen. A lot of times it happens based on a life event where you kind of say, oh, my gosh, I got to get serious. Whether it's you have kids, you've been laid off for a while, you win a small lottery winning, you know, whatever it may be, you've really got to sit down and get educated first. Small lottery winning. I, well, I had a friend that went through a really bad couple of years, and he contacted me. He's like, I've won the lottery. I have 80000 bucks, right? Okay, that's nice. What's the first thing he does, Rob? Buys a car. Exactly. And he goes, I realized how stupid that was. He caught the show online. And so now, what do I do? And I gave him a couple of books to read. You've got a couple of books on your website. Um, you know, Rick Edelman's initial books, The Truth About Money, I think we're good. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, but New Rules About Money. Yeah, The Truth About Money I thought was better. Really? Right? I think it gets more sales-oriented as he, as he published. But anyways, um, you got to, first of all, get your emergency reserves intact because a lot of times people end up in a situation... Um, a bad financial situation that becomes a house of cards is because they get disil- disil- dis- disabled, if I can get that out. That's easy for you to say. <laughs> I might be disabled myself. Um, or they lose a job for a period of time where three to six months they're out of work and they can't service their debt, they can't put food on the table, they build up credit cards, they ruin their credit, and they're, they they go from a situation that should only be bad three to six months to I've ruined my credit for ten years. Um, so have your emergency reserves intact, right? That's first step. Second step is make sure you're putting enough money in your 401k to get the match. If you're eligible for a Roth, you take the next you know, $5,000 that you can save, put it in a Roth IRA. If you can still save more money than that, go into the 401k. As far as what you should invest in, in your 401k when you're first starting out, I like the retirement date funds for younger people. Like okay. the, you know, retire 2045, 2050. Freedom funds. Vanguard has them, T. Rowe Price has them. Um, I like uh, T. Rowe Price and Vanguard's much better than Fidelity's. Really? Um, also, if you're trying to find what do I invest in my Roth IRA or my taxable account, I think the free ETFs, the iShares that you can buy at TD Ameritrade, for example, you could, as long as you hold them for 30 days, you can buy them without a trading cost. So go for index. And why does TD Ameritrade do that? Fidelity does it as well. But why? Because the iShares give them a little bit of kickback. The internal fees are like point, you know, zero eight percent, and they get a little bit of that back. Um, so, uh, making sure that you build up that first hundred to two hundred fifty thousand dollars, you can do that in index funds and ETFs, which are essentially index funds that trade like a stock. Then after that, you've got to get good at picking individual managed mutual funds. And so there's usually a long learning curve before you try to buy individual stocks. And by the time you get to two hundred fifty thousand. That's when you make sure you have a group of trusted advisors. You've got a good CPA, you've got a good attorney, you've got a good fee-based financial planner, and make sure that everybody's working together. And just make sure you're in that phase of accumulating, appreciating assets or assets that give you income. 
Okay. Accumulating appreciating assets or assets to give you income. Okay. That's, that's what you really have to focus on throughout your entire life. Stop focusing on depreciating assets like a car. I mean, you know, I buy, I like to drive nice cars, but I right. buy them used typically when they're off a two or three year lease because I can save twenty to thirty thousand dollars. Right. So, um, you know, look look at that and say, how am I paying myself first? Am, am I always saving before I spend any money? And how do I focus on accumulating appreciating assets? Okay, now appreciating assets. Give me some examples. Uh, well, stocks, obviously, especially stocks that pay a dividend. So they're paying you something. I mean, there's no more comfortable way to retire, Rob, than if you retire with enough assets that you can, you don't even have to live off all the dividends from your stocks and the interest from your bonds. Some of it you spend and the other just gets reinvested. Right. Or when you buy real estate, make sure that, you know, it's a good deal if you uh, put you know, 20, 30% down, get a traditional 30-year fixed loan, and after your all of your expenses, property taxes, maintenance, property management fees, you still have positive income. That's not only a positive income asset, but it's something that somebody else is paying off for you. Real that's that's the only good way to leverage is in real estate. But people over-leveraged without positive income in, in uh, you know, the last real estate bubble. So, you know, I mean, stocks, bonds, real estate, uh, commodities, those are appreciating assets. Okay. So accumulate, accumulate, accumulate. Anything else we need to know about building your financial base? Stop thinking that you deserve now what your parents already have. Okay. Okay, that's the biggest thing that kids have a problem with. They, they think that I, I'm out of college, I have a new job, I should be in the same house and drive the same car as my parents. That's yeah. the problem that is with our generation. I think the generation beneath us, Chad, a lot more frugal. You know, I think they are, and I think they, they, they're a lot more wise, and we really need to get a better way to educate our kids. Yeah. I had my uh, 12-year-old look at, um, you know, Buffett tried to do that site where he was a cartoon character. Did he? There's a website. That's um, horrible. And the first part of it says, Warren Buffett is my best friend. <laughs> There's a song about Warren Buffett being your best friend. And it was started in about 2010 and hasn't been updated since then, and he thinks that they're just terrible. And our kids, I think, are hungry to learn about investments and money, and there's really no good outlet right now. Uh, I'm with you. That's CFP Chad Burton talking, building a financial base. You need to do it. I need to do it. We all need to do it. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Whenever I listen to Chad Burton, and some of the segments are taped, obviously, and some of them are live, um, he does something that, are, that it's a drinking game. Chad Burton will say the word terrible. But he says it like Charles Barkley. He's got, a, he's got, I, it's not a speech impediment. Someone's like, that, that first fun is terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> is that Charles? That's, see, whoa. Anyway, um, Snapchat snags its first buy rating. Wells Fargo says they want to reward investors with more cash, not uh, bank customers with more cash, but investors. So that means giving them higher dividends or uh, increases in dividends or one-time dividends. Why? thank you. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. eBay is taking on Amazon Prime and Walmart and guaranteed to leave free delivery. This is Freddie Mercury. Who can sell this horrible, horrible song better than Freddie Mercury?
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Yo, yo, yo. Rob Black rocks. I know you're saying, get back in the 80s. Stay. Go. Go. Yo, yo, yo. It's that time of the year. Tax time. Make sure you don't fall prey to these mistakes. Wrong or so, missing social security number. Wrong name. Filing status errors. Math errors. Errors in figuring credits or deductions. Incorrect bank account numbers. Not signing or dating your tax forms. Um, <clears throat> errors in validating electronically filed tax return. And finally, not correcting erroneous tax information forms. Um, there's a lot of good software out there. And if you are married or divorced and remarried and you have a house in a different state or a business, get a CPA. If you need a good referral to a CPA, contact me, Rob, at robblackshow.com. Um, and I'll gladly chat your ear off as best as I can. One of the more interesting things in sports teaches you a lot about, well, first and foremost, I saw this and I was like, whoa. Kellyanne Conway's husband is set to take a lead Justice Department uh, division. So, and you're like, whoa. He's set to be nominated to run the Justice Department's civil division. Uh, you talk about, and you could probably talk about this on both Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, and whoever, uh, nepotism and some of the crazy stuff that you see. So, I'm just going to say that. Crazy. So, the NCAA basketball, there is a really good lesson to learn about the NCAA, and I don't know. If you uh, have a son or something and you want to sit down and he's totally into the games and you kind of like want to go over some of the concepts of what he's seen, um, I like trying to explain complicated financial ideas as simple as I can. Um, you know, Disney's about movies. Disney's about, well, I went to see Beauty and the Beast this weekend with a bunch of uh, Girl Scouts. And what's, what's really interesting about that is I don't have a daughter. And the police were called in. But I just wanted to see it so bad with a group of people that were super excited. <sighs> so it's totally not true. I just created that. That was what I refer to as uh, an alternative fact story. So, okay. What's interesting about the NCAAs, these are considered uh, non-professional athletes. The NCAA sponsors have to get really creative to figure out how can we sell pizza or wild wings or you know, frozen fish pâtés. Um, so they have to get super creative because they're not allowed to use the likeness or the player's name or the player. Companies spend more than a billion dollars on television ads tied towards the tournament. One billion dollars. Go write that down and you'll be like, holy mackerel. That's pretty crazy. They spend millions more of, on online marketing. Um, they spend thousands and hundreds and tens of dollars at the arenas where the games are played. There's 18 official NCAA sponsors. Uh, Wendy's and Pizza Hut. Hmm. That's not killing us. Um, with the NFL deal or a Major League Baseball deal or a Major League Sport, you get the opportunity to show players 
but with the NCAA, they're amateurs and they're not getting paid, so you can't use them. So what you have to do is you'll get like a a jersey from Louisville, and you'll put it on a player, and this is one from the Buffalo Wild Wings, and um, he's actually not a player; he's an actor. So um, you get a lot of mascots in the commercials. Why do you see all of these mascots? Right? That's why. Um, you know, LG Electronics shows mascots washing uniforms. Oh, that's so cute. It's it's because I can't show you the players. Coca-Cola, you know, with its Powerade label, is selling commemorative glass bottles online at five bucks. A pop for fans that customize that glass with their favorite NCAA team logo. That's marketing. That's advertising. On a lot of levels, it works. Of course, there's cute waitresses, if you're talking about Buffalo Wild Wings. Um... It's very authentic to have an actual former player, and that's why some you know, companies will go get someone like a Grant Hill, and he'll go, I used to play for Duke, and, well, this was the best days of my life. And that brings up the whole Natalie Merchant, these are the days. Um, I know you're saying, please don't go there. You just killed 10,000 Maniacs. One of the better albums back when we used to list albums before that went away. Thanks, Apple, for killing albums. Um, I don't think of it that way, but there we go. Little Natalie Merchant. Oh, back in the days, super single, hormones are going crazy. I want to fall in love. I'm like, I could fall in love with Natalie Merchant. Listen to that voice. And then you realize that she really she. You can fall in love with her, but you can't fall in love with you. So the NCAA has to do everything they can to sell nostalgia. So CBS Sports and Turner have the basketball tournament's broadcast multimedia rights through 2032. And there's a question, if the earth gets destroyed, do they still have to pay those rights to the NCAA? And they do, because the NCAA is an evil empire that doesn't pay their players. And for some reason, a lot of officials at the NCAA make tens of millions of dollars in salary. Um, the tournament's brought in a record $1.24 billion in national television ads last year, which was an increase of 5%. So we can't, can't get enough of it. I love it, I love it, I love it. We love our NCAA sports, um, especially when they're going head-to-head and we're making lots of money off them. Thousands of users are deleting Uber. That's pretty interesting to me. Um, there's a perception that they're a sexist, male, chauvinistic, um, testosterone-powered company. And people are actually responding to it. And to that, I deleted Uber. Congratulations um, to people for doing the right thing. There's a little bit of hope, even though our planet's going to end up in a fiery fireball. You can find me online at robblackshoe.com.